I'm Candace Lewis, and this is MS Conversations with Candy, the podcast where people living with or affected by MS come together to talk, vent, laugh, and possibly cry about everything MS. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's conversation. Hello, 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 and welcome to MS Conversations with Candy. I'm your host, Candace Lewis, and today I'm all by myself. I know it's been a while since I've uh, had an episode to release, and I just wanted to take this time to use this as a season finale. You know, I have not done an episode alone, so bear with me because I feel like I'm talking to myself, even though I know that you guys are all out there listening to me. So I launched this first episode of MS Conversations with Candy back in March of 2021. And I'm, I launched in March because of, um, of MS Awareness Month, actually in honor of MS Awareness Month. I had been wanting to, um, do something different. I wanted to have a platform where I can, um, lend a voice to the MS community. So I decided to start a podcast to tell my story and to listen to stories of other MS warriors. And it has been quite a journey, uh, uh from March until now. And I have really enjoyed it. Over these past few months, I've had wonderful conversations with so many awesome people. I've had conversa- conversations with mental health and medical professionals. We had an author talk to different faith leaders, friends and family members, and of course, all of my wonderful MS warriors. During each of these conversations, I learned so much uh, to, from these episodes, I wanted to give you guys a look back over this past year and give you a few updates about me and my health. So you guys know when I first started the, uh, part, the podcast, I was on Ocrevus as my DMT. However, since, um, and I won't give you all the blow by blow because you guys have heard these, these stories, but since I had the same infusion reaction each time I, um, had my Ocrevus infusion, I've now switched over to Kesimpta and I absolutely love Kesimpta. At first, I was concerned about giving myself the monthly injections since I had such a horrible experience with Capaxone. Again, you've heard all about that. But Kesimpta is so quick and easy and it really is practically painless. You know, it's just a little a little pinch and that's it. And and I love it. And most importantly, my most MRI shows no new lesions. And I know that's the most important part of being on a DMT is just to make sure that we don't have any new lesions or any active lesions and making sure that the DMT is slowing down the progression of our disease. So I am thankful for Kesimpta. I really like it. And I'm just thankful that my neurologist, neurologist even introduced me to it and had me research it and suggest that for me because it really does fit with my lifestyle. As far as my health, I still have days that my legs will go numb. I have days that I will um, begin to experience kind of the uh, an MS hug, something I learned from you guys where I get that that 
uh, I guess I can't, I don't know how to describe it other than like the squeezing feeling in my back. I get that every now and then, and I do still have an occasional bout with vertigo, but nothing, um, nothing major. I did have one episode, but I'll tell you guys about that in a few minutes. But um, everything is really going well. You know, I again, I'm just so thankful to all of you guys who have had um, conversations with me about your different symptoms, about different things that I just didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what things were. I had to reach out to some of you about the MS hug. I had never experienced it. And um, in fact, as a matter of fact, I had experienced it, but I didn't know that there was a name for it. So again, I've just learned so much from all of you guys that have had conversations with me, all of you that have reached out to me on social media and shared your stories with me. So I'm just, again, just very thankful for you guys and just um, just wanting to share that um, that everything is going on, going OK. But the biggest symptom that I continue to experience is fatigue. It doesn't matter how much sleep I get. It never seems to be enough. I'm always tired. And it's, and, and I know you guys know better than me, but it is, it's, it's past tired. You know, it's just a, an always, it's a feeling of just, uh, just not being able to move sometimes, no energy, you know, tired just really seems like an understatement, but I know you know what it is. And since I work outside of the home Monday through Friday, I notice that if I don't rest on Saturday, my body goes into shutdown mode. And so by Sunday or Monday, if I have not used Saturday to rejuvenate and recuperate, then I am no good for anybody for the next few days until I allow my body to get the rest that it needs. And it's not just a physical exhaustion. I am mentally and physically exhausted. You know, if I don't get the rest that I need on Saturday or take naps, then um, I do feel like I am experiencing more cog fog, if you will. You know, I'm just, I feel myself really having to concentrate more when I'm at work. So I really do need that time to just think and do nothing. I have learned that I can't do everything that not only that I want to do, but I can't do everything that everyone else wants me to do. Sometimes I have really great intentions on going to that event or making that phone call. But when the time comes, I honestly don't have the energy to move. And I know it seems simple to say I don't have the energy to make a phone call. But again, it takes not just physical energy, but it takes mental energy to be able to concentrate and hold a conversation and, 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 and be present, you know, to be present for you in, in my mind, body, and spirit, even on a phone call. So I, when, if I don't have the energy, you have to understand, I just don't have the energy. And I've learned to be practically and perfectly fine with just chilling and letting my body rest and rejuvenate. I know many of you guys can relate to that, but I just need for those of you who, you know, who may not be living with MS, but you have a family member and you're listening to this podcast, please try to understand that we, we, we want to, we have good intentions, but when it comes down to it, we just don't have the energy at that time. And that's one of the things about this disease that I have learned throughout the, um, the few years that I've been living with MS is that it's so unpredictable. 
You never know when a symptom is going to pop up or when you're going to have a flare up or when you're just not going to feel well or have the energy to do what you want to do or what someone else wants you to do. Something else that has been going on during this time um, that I released the podcast is COVID. I have not had many conversations um, surrounding COVID. It was never really one of the main topics of conversation, but it may have come up during a couple of the conversations. But um, uh, let's see, I launched back in March. And as a matter of fact, my first episode was released on March 1st. And that's when I had the first, that's when I had my first dose of the COVID vaccine. So I did just fine with that um, first dose, you No, know, went to work, everything was great. And then three weeks later, I had the second dose. And that went well at first, <laughs> but that night I um, started to get chills and wasn't really feeling well, but I didn't think much of it. I you know, took a, a hot shower and went to bed, but I woke up the next morning uh, with a fever and um, couldn't go to work that day uh, because I did have the fever. And, um, and it was a, it was, uh, I think my fever at that time was maybe 101.4 or something like that. And with plenty of water um, during that day, you know, the, the temperature, the fever did go down and it was manageable and, and everything was okay. And, and I did have to take the next day off because I can't go to work if I've had a fever within 24 hours. So um, just had a chance to stay home again and rest and relax. And, um, and so fully vaccinated, everything's going well. And I still continue to wear my mask and to socially distance because I'm very cognizant of the people around me and I want to keep myself well and, and thank God for my family because they still, you know, do everything they can to, uh, help take care of me and to keep me safe. And so this past October, I had the booster. I had the third dose. And so I took the third dose on a Friday night. And again, Friday night, I felt, you know, I had took it on a Friday evening. I'm sorry, after work, about five or six o'clock that evening. And so hubby and I went, um, went to dinner, um, just for a quiet dinner after that. But by Saturday morning, I felt horrible. I felt like I'd been run over by a Mack truck took my temperature, my fever by my temperature was up to 102.4. And even after so much, you know, drinking water and just trying to, you know, stay hydrated, I could hardly keep my eyes open. It hurt to keep my eyes open, open. So I was napping and sleeping and drinking water and just resting all day. And it took a long time for the fever to break. You know, it was, it would go down in baby steps. At first, like I said, it was 102.4. Then it was 102.1. Then 101.9. I mean, even by eight o'clock that night, it was still, you know, 101 point something. And, um, and so, Again, just lots of water, lots of sleeping, and I, I still feel like I maybe even hallucinated a little bit that night. But by about 11 o'clock that night, the temperature was down to um, normal, 98.6. The next day, it was a little low grade, you know, 99.4, something like that. But then gradually came down by Sunday, you know, I was, it was down to, you know, 99, then eventually 98, and at one point down to 97. 
But um, but I had a rough go, you know, with that um, that third shot. So I don't know if any of you are vaccinated or um, even went ahead and got the booster. But I just wanted to share my experience with that. And then um, later on that week, I end up having vertigo. And I know I mentioned vertigo earlier in this episode, and I just wanted to share that I did have a kind of a flare up. I had a a bout of vertigo and it lasted more than two weeks. You know, it would gradually get better and better. But for about a week, it was it was the real deal. You know, it was vertigo. I couldn't lay flat. I could um, I was still driving, but um you know, I just couldn't make any sudden moves, you know, left or right. Everything had to be very be done very slowly and um, very deliberate and intentional so that I would not go into a complete um, tailspin or headspin, if you will. But um, all is well now. I did uh, receive a prescription from from my doctor, a, 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 um, a uh, motion sickness patch. So I. Um, by the time I picked it up, I actually have not had a chance to use it because I started to feel better. But I will be um, keeping you guys posted on on how that works because I've not had to wear one of those before. So if any of you have any experience um, with the um, with wearing a motion sickness patch for vertigo, reach out to me. Let me know how that worked out for you. So I just wanted to share that information with you. Just one again, just wanted to give you some updates um, throughout the podcast. Like I mentioned earlier, I talked to so many different people, had conversations with so many people. And I just wanted to give updates because I made, I, I just kind of I remember going back and listening to some of the episodes and I made, I gave myself so many different challenges. I'm going to do this. Oh, thank you for sharing. I'm going to try that and I'm going to try this. So I wanted to let you guys know where I am with that. We did, um, I did have a conversation with Dr. Um, Farrell McLean. And um, I know I shared with you guys during my conversation with with her that I started drinking alkaline water and I I still drink alkaline water. I love it. I, I just it doesn't have any type of weird aftertaste, but I still brew my coffee with it. I make tea with it. So I um, that's all I drink. If I'm not drinking alkaline water, that's because someone has offered me a bottle of water. Um, you know, outside of the home or something like that. And I'm just not at home to, to get my own. But I do love alkaline water. And there are so many different benefits of alkaline water. But, um, you know, do your research, read up about it. Let me know what you think. I do love it. I do swear by it. So I um, just wanted to share that with you. We also talked to, I say we, cause I feel like it was you and I, but I had a conversation with, um, with Laquita Starr, who's the author of of uh, the power of self-care. And we talked about the 21 day challenge that she has in her book. And I remember when I had the conversation with her, I was saying, nope, not going to do it because one of the stipulations of the 21 day challenge, if you don't do one of the, um, one of the items each day, you have to start over with day one. And so I did complete the 21 day challenge. And I'm going to tell you the thing that kept me going was I had in the back of my mind, you will not start over. You will not start over. Make sure you get this water in, make sure you work out today, make sure you give yourself your positive affirmation. So that was such a great experience with me and well, for me, and because the 21 day challenge, it has made me, um, 
um, I was already pretty active, but um, I continued to, you know, stay active. And when I uh, would not, uh, at one point, I was only doing my workouts Monday through Friday. But um, with the 21 day challenge, I had to, you know, 21 days in a row, including Saturday and Sunday. So I have started to um, get back on the bike on Saturdays and sometimes I'll get a Sunday workout. And even though the challenge is complete, it's just it's kind of made more of a habit of working out every day instead of just a few days a week. Now. I talked to um, several, to a couple of people who, um, one of them was um, Randy Patrick from M, uh, Must Stop MS, and the other one was Lisa Marie, and they both do um, bike rides for MS. And so I told them both, I'm going to start, I'm going to try and, in, and enter one of the bike rides and do one of the bike rides for the MS Society. So now, while I have not done that yet, Lisa did reach out to me about a bike ride that um, happened in October, but I did not get my information and all of that stuff in the fundraising piece done prior to the ride. I did do another bike ride and it was just for fun, but it was a 15 mile bike ride and I was just so excited so proud. It's such an amazing feeling to be out there with a group of people just having a good time exercising, you know, on the bike, riding the bike. And it was, it was an amazing, it was an amazing ride and I will definitely do it again. So hopefully in 22, 2022, I'll be able to get a bike ride in for MS because that is one of my favorite ways of exercising is riding my bike. And, um, I also own a spin bike. And so I do still ride my spin bike at least three times a week, more than that really, but I at least get in three times a week at about 45 minutes each time I ride. So that is my favorite part of, that is my, just my favorite exercises on my spin bike or on my regular bike. Now I am not, con I am not still doing physical therapy. I know uh, Lisa Marie and I talked a lot about physical therapy and I had started back in August, but I'm no longer doing uh, physical therapy. I had um, also started going to the gym, but I haven't been to the gym in a couple of months since it started getting um, dark so early. So I'm going to um, try and do better with going to the gym and to add to my spin bike workout. So that is what's been going on with me as far as updates. Um, I hope you guys have learned so much, um, has learned, as, I hope you guys have learned as much as I have from the various uh, members of the MS community. It has been such an amazing journey. Again, my vision for the podcast was to provide a voice to the MS community and instill in all of us that we're not alone on our MS journeys. I um, I just love talking to people who are living with MS. I love hearing your stories. I love hearing about the different DMTs you're on, the different symptoms you experience. It's so interesting to me to hear about the different symptoms that led you to the to the um, to the doctor that you know led to your diagnosis. I love telling my story, 
And um, I just thank you for being here with me as I have, um, you know, come out on this venture with the podcast. Some of you have even had me on your podcast or on your um, YouTube channel. So thank you for that. Thank you for being supporters of the podcast. Um, I have been impacted by each of the conversations that I've had. And again, I hope that you have been too. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting this podcast throughout all of season one and be on the lookout for season two that will launch in March of 2022. So as I always end my podcast episodes, I just want to let you know if you've heard something today or during any of the other episodes that you liked and can relate to, please share this podcast with your friends and family. Don't forget to reach out to me if you're ready to share your story or if you have any ideas for a topic that you would like to hear a conversation about as we gear up for 2022. Make sure you like or follow or subscribe to this podcast so that you won't miss a single episode. When we talk again, it will be again 2022. So I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and happy new year. Until next time. Take care and God bless. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. To contact me, visit my website at www.conversationswithcandy.com. You can leave me a written message or a voicemail. To support this podcast and keep the conversation going, please click the link to buy me a coffee or PayPal. You can scroll down to the podcast notes to find these links. 